are you a writer? I mean, that's a scary thought. Like there's some plaque on my wall that says I'm a writer. The only thing you have to do if you're a writer is to write. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm David. And we are going to talk about a topic near and dear to my heart, writing. Now, even as I say writing, some of you are thinking about the guilt of, oh, I told somebody I was going to write something. I'm dreaming of it. I haven't started. Some of you are excited. You've seen writing successes in your past. Some of you are just plain curious. How do writers do it? And that's probably where I started in my life several years ago, wondering how do writers actually do it? There's so much fear. There's so much insecurity. And frankly, there's just so much mysticism around it. How does a book actually come out of you? Is it like sitting by a lake somewhere? Is it over the course of a year? Can you write one in a weekend? So I hope to answer a lot of those questions today. And we are going to dig into the topic. All right. But before we dig in, David, I got to ask you this kind of scary question. You ready for it? Are you a writer? I mean, I would say no, because I think there's a, it's an identity piece for a lot of us and we feel like we haven't, we haven't written enough or our content hasn't, you know, caught on or, or been um, read by enough people to be a writer. And there's this weird kind of feeling of, of all sorts of barriers that prevent us from, you know, getting our thoughts down on paper or down on you know, a blog post or a book or, or whatever the case is. And it's a weird thing to be in because although I would say um, that this is probably the best time to be a writer as far as just access, like the platforms that you can have on the internet, um, the ways and the different formats in which you can express your writing and your thoughts and share them with the world is just immense. Like the internet is really, it's it's kind of the wild west at this moment of being able to get your thoughts out there and share them with the world. And so while the barriers have been taken down from a technological standpoint, there's still a lot of barriers in our own lives personally. So it seems like a lot of people want to write, but few actually do. And I'll even put myself in that category as well. While I have written some articles and blog posts and been published in a magazine, I still have all these kind of dreams and um you know, projects that are bouncing around my head. What do you think are some of the the barriers that prevent people from writing? Well, like you said, everybody seems to want to be a writer. And so let me start there. I think it's a legacy idea. I want to leave something behind after I'm gone. Like to have a book written about my life or my thoughts or my ideas is, is very common. Uh, and yet I think it's unique to find something that actually does. I mean, very few people actually go through the process of it. And you're right. There's never been a better time in terms of access to do that. You can self-publish on Amazon through CreateSpace and Kindle Direct Publishing. You can throw blogs out today. You can start one in five minutes. You can just put them in your social media feeds and just have people interact with them. And so I think it's a great time for exposure, but I think it's a terrible time for distraction today. There's so many distractions. Um, Cal Newport writes about deep work, and I think that's a struggle for us to get to the depth that we need to, to actually write good stuff. Um, 
And I think the barrier, one of the barriers, David, is that we used to, when we were writing, have a long time between the idea and when it went on paper and when it was published. I mean, a really long time. And now it's immediate. Most people are actually writing it into the post and later might go, oh man, I don't even like that. Maybe I need to delete that. You can always edit it, by the way, guys. Uh, sometimes I wrote a post and the grammar's bad or I don't like it and I just tweak the sentence or whatever. So I think there's that. And then just plain old fear. We think we need to be amazing and prolific at something if we're going to even post. And I just wonder how many good posts or uh, pieces of content, videos, blogs, almost could have been, but somebody just couldn't hit send. I think that's pretty common today. Yeah, I think personally I can relate with that that fear piece that it's it's difficult because they're your thoughts, they're your personal thoughts. And obviously from for most of us, we think they're good or we think they're terrible and that's why we won't publish. But that fear piece is something that I can relate with. That the moment you hit publish or send it's out there. And then your very personal thoughts that, you know, you, that are a part of you are now out in the world for people to, to potentially critique them or read them and respond to them however they want to. And so I think that fear of, of putting it out there prevents a lot of people. So how do you hone your craft and what space do you hone your craft before you hit publish, before you hit send? What, what does that look like to kind of work on that craft, Alan? Well, first of all, I think just starting with a journal or starting with a private, um, you know, a folder on your computer where you just have to get the thoughts out. I mean, why would we be good at writing when we hadn't done it? How could you be good at basketball or soccer or tiddlywinks? I don't know what tiddlywinks is or how you get good at it, but I don't. I don't know. If you are a tiddlywinker, please message us because I've never met one. But to be good at anything, nonetheless, you have to practice. And so writing them, I mean, it's kind of a conundrum. Do we practice in public? Yeah, I think writers have to. At some point, you've got to hit send. Mm -hmm. um, I like to personally write the post and then at least get up, walk around, maybe wait 30 minutes or an hour, sometimes come back to it a few days later or a week later. Now, the danger is that thing being lost forever. Yeah. So you have a good thought, but in your insecurity, you kill it before you've had a chance to impact people. And some of the posts that I think are going to be killer. I mean, this is going to be amazing. It's crickets or one or two people, you know, maybe like it or, or whatever. And then the ones that I think, yeah, this is okay. And I question it usually because it's fear and they can identify with the fear. I share something insecure and um, Brene Brown kind of talks about that insecurity hangover. Uh, you get that feeling and then people end up really identifying with it, really loving it and us behind it, warts and all. And so I think um, those those are just some common denominators we're all going to wrestle with. But at some point, you got to figure out practice. Maybe an in-between is to have a friend or two who love you, who are for you, who think a little bit like you do, and just send it to them and say, what are your thoughts? And friends always give me one or two suggestions at least um, to you know, just to help me make it better. They say it's good. This is what would take it to the next level. So I think community, people think writing is a solitary thing. And yes, you're going to need to get off by yourself at some point. My best ideas come from conversations, ideas, books I read of other people. And this idea that I'm just going to be in the middle of the woods and come up with my best ideas um, is, is just not true. And occasionally it happens that way, but usually it's other people and then community is going to hone it. And by the way, if you want your message to go anywhere, other people are going to have to take you um, to that next spot, whether it's an editor, a publisher, somebody that shares it, somebody that shares your blog, your podcast, whatever that is, 
You just can't go there by yourself. So maybe stop with the idea that it's just about you and say that if it's going to take, if it's going to impact someone's life, then ultimately there's going to have to be other people that take it there with you. So those are really helpful ways to, to start writing, start the writing process, no matter where you are. But what about those of us who are already writing? It's a habit in our life, but we have the goal of writing a book, which seems incredibly daunting. It seems like such a gap between a blog post and a book. What does it take to write a book? Well, you got to string several good creative sessions together. By several, I mean months worth, maybe up to a year's worth. Depending on how busy you are, um, you're writing in the midst of everyday life and you maybe can't drop anything. Um, and so I actually have a process for that. I'll share it in, in just a few minutes, but the fears, you've got to address the fears, number one. And you, when I ask you that question, I'm kind of trying to trick you a little bit. Are you a writer? I mean, that's a scary thought. Like there's some plaque on my wall that says I'm a writer. The only thing you have to do if you're a writer is to write, to write consistently. And you're right, it becomes an identity piece, not in an unhealthy way, but just say, I'm a writer because I write stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody's going to ask you for your writer's ID. And uh, yet we think in insecurity, oh man, somebody's going to question me on this. Um, and so I think there's so much freedom there. We've got to own that first, that fear piece. Secondly is the why. Simon Sinek says, start with why. I agree 100%. And in writing, it's so private and it's such a long process to write a book that you've got to know why. And so I think about that one person out there who's feeling lonely and under-equipped to do um, what God has designed them to do. When I get up to write, I say, if I skip my session today, I may be depriving them of hope. And so uh, that to me is what keeps driving me uh, in that is nobody's waking me up in the morning to go write. Um, that's something that is part of my uh, calling my story, my vocation. Uh, and so to say, I am a writer, that's what I do. And honestly, the hardest part I think is for people to find regularity. So uh, I've led cohorts on this before. And actually, I'm going to give you four big things. I talk about these in a writing guide called a busy bums blueprint for writing. Now, uh, probably a hundred people talked to me. I'm a little slow on the uptake, but talked to me and said, how did you write a book, Alan, let alone three books in three years, which by the way, I don't recommend that's a whole long story in terms of how that happened. But uh, writing three books, three straight years, forced me to figure out my process. And here are the four threads I see in everyone who is what I call a serial writer, a continuous or continual writer. Number one is actually to think like a writer. That's the mindset piece, to say, I am a writer. And to think like a writer uh, actually means to grab thoughts wherever you can, to grab inspiration, to see something good, to give a talk and think, man, maybe this would be a good post to literally just have a mindset or an awareness like a writer. Uh, and then it builds off of kind of that identity piece. Um, but, but the thinking has to move into focus. And that's um, just to regularly say, you've got to have deep work time where you get away from the world, you process your thoughts. And uh, there's different ways to collect your thoughts. Um, but you've got to find regular time to practice. It is a craft and uh, craft takes time. You're not going to be perfect at it uh, ever, but you may not be very good at it at the beginning. But maybe next week your writing gets a little better and a little better, but uh, there's no way around it other than just time and energy. And it does take that. And so think like a writer, then focus like a writer. Find those times. Uh, I love the idea of batching and blocking. So block some time and put writing in there 
uh, airplane mode if you can on your phone or turn your phone off. No more emails, notifications coming through um, as much time uninterrupted as possible. The third one is to practice like a writer. So not only does it take focus, but it just takes that continual practice of getting better and better at what you're doing. And here's what's crazy is that once I got into the writing mindset uh, and then I started focusing uh, on that, then I realized I'm getting more thoughts that are coming to me. It's kind of running the magnet through the sand and suddenly good ideas seem to be attracted to me. Why? Because I'm looking for them. I'm practicing regularly. And then next week, when I go back and write, I say, oh man, this was a great idea that I recorded from the movie I watched or the book I'm reading. And, um, and I found that it began to be kind of a flywheel that was really hard to push at first and then became just very incredible at the rate by which ideas are coming. And that's the rate of practice. It's, you know, once you shoot hundreds of thousands of free throws, you're going to, you know, be an 87% free throw shooter, but it takes some time to be able to get there. And so to think like a writer, to focus like a writer, to practice like a writer. And then the last one is to live like a writer. And that for me, I think has, has been so helpful for me to see. This isn't just something that I do. This is part of who I am. It actually ministers to me first before anybody else. I actually love it. I love sitting down, whether it's at a coffee shop or my writing shed outside or my office. Uh, doesn't matter. But I actually love the practice of it. It's part of who I am. And I actually do it on vacation now because I actually don't feel myself if I'm not writing. I understand I was never a journaler, but I understand why people journal now because it just helps you process and gets out of your head. So think like a writer, focus like a writer, practice like a writer, and live like a writer. And so it kind of comes full circle that to that thinking. Eventually, you say, oh, now I am a writer. And by the way, if you continue to do that, you're going to see some victories. At some point, you're going to have to take the risk to get that out to other people. Um, the, a guy that I'm coaching right now is actually getting that out to a publisher. Another guy that I'm coaching, I, I do writing coaching and sort of pull these principles out of people. Um, another guy right now is going to get his articles uh, out to different editors, but he has no article to get out to editors if he doesn't do this practice. And so uh, there's a lot of one hit wonders out there. I think there's a lot of garage bands that have probably written one good song, but it's a whole lot different to string 12 or 15 good songs together for an album. And so it's very different than just writing a blog post. Um, you've got to have discipline. I schedule it in. And, um, you know, in that block of time, it's amazing how it produces more than just um, three hours of, uh, of good stuff. And by the way, one, one trick here, guys, you think, man, I've got to have my whole life to dedicate to this. People say, how do you find time to write? I said, well, I, I write for a month a year, uh, but actually it's just three hours at a time. And so it's three hours, uh, multiplied by, you know, 52 weeks in a year. And then suddenly you're talking about a work month, um, that I can dedicate toward it. But, uh, nobody is going to just give you that time. And ultimately writing is, the, the expression of being important, but never urgent. And so it, it is very important for you to get those thoughts out of your head onto paper so they can impact other people. Uh, but it's never going to be the most urgent thing. And so you're going to have to make time and do it on purpose. And so I walk people through that in more depth in uh, Busy Bums Blueprint, but that's been really helpful to a lot of people. So these are awesome principles that are really, really helpful, Alan. But I bet there's some people that are still wondering, okay, how do I even get started? Where do I get started? What is the platform that I get started on? And so can you get really practical in your experience? What are some easy mediums 
to write on that people can get get started? Oh, there's so many different ones today. Uh, there's literally a platform called Medium, and it's for bloggers. And of course, you can have your own blog, and and a lot of people start and stop with that because it's hard to measure and know how many people are reading it, and you can easily get discouraged. So if you're going to be a writer, please don't get discouraged easily and quit. Um, it takes time. But uh, I would say beyond that, uh, social media, it can be great to just write a few paragraphs in your post and say, you know what, maybe I don't, maybe it doesn't need a whole blog post. Just write a really short, punchy um, couple paragraphs in there. Uh, maybe you're a business and you have an email list. Uh, write something really, really good to an email list that they actually want to read versus just a sales email. We try to add value through our stay forth emails and not just to sell stuff to you guys. In fact, we often don't sell anything in there. We're literally just sharing an insight, a thought, um, maybe resharing a blog post to make sure you guys didn't miss it if it got a lot of traffic. And just something to be aware of, kind of a negative to the backside of Squarespace or WordPress. If you can see the analytics, to not quit when nobody else is reading it. Make sure to share that over to your social media post. If there's five or six friends that you think would identify with it, send them an email, drop them the link in there, send them a Facebook message, make sure that you share it as well. Uh, eBooks. You mentioned that I've written several eBooks. Guides and eBooks are great. They're basically really pretty looking glorified PDFs and not everything should be the length of a book. The next one's an article to actually go to other people that either host their own blog or have articles and people are always looking for content. And just to say, hey, I've got this idea. You can always pitch them and you know, write a paragraph on each one and just say, would you be interested in this? I had several articles that were picked up early on. One of those led to my first book, Staying is the New Going. And um, it started as an article and got some traffic online. So I would just encourage you to, to do that. There are editors looking for good stuff. You've got good stuff in your mind. And of course, there's the full-length book, and you don't have to write a book that's you know forty to sixty thousand words. That's so intimidating for so many people. But I would say start somewhere. Just start by writing, and don't let writing and the fears of writing and the insecurities defeat you before you've even gotten your thoughts out there. So I just want to encourage you and affirm you is that you've got something that will help other people. Now just figure out what that might be, and uh, maybe one little trick is to be able to use social media to kind of chum the waters is they all throw questions out there on social media. And, and I am very curious about people, but I also want to know, is this something people are even thinking about and talking about? And we've all had an idea that sounded great to me, but it actually just didn't translate to other people. And so um, I'm trying to get smarter about that, making sure this is something that deeply resonates and is timely before I, you know, take the time to be able to, to write it. But don't let that stuff kill you uh, as a writer before you've even gotten your message out there. So to get uh, practical again as we close, um, for those who have an idea kind of rattling around their mind, but they don't know how to get it from their head to their, you know, laptop or their journal, what are some questions that um, folks can ask themselves to get ideas out of their head and onto paper? Three really practical questions to leave you guys with today. Number one, why do you want to write? Why do you want to write? I don't think it's enough to just have the prestige of having your name at the top of a book or uh, a certain you know, article or a certain website, um, but, but why do you want to write? Make sure that you start with why. Secondly, who? Who do you want to write to? 
Who do you want to write to? Think about that person that's going to read that on the other end of a screen or it's going to pick up that book or that article. And the last one is what do you want to write? You may never aspire to write a book. You may be more of an ebook person or write sm small guides, or maybe your marketing copy is awesome and you just want to write group emails to people. So why do you want to write? Who do you want to write to? And what do you want to write? And one more encouragement for you. If you have breath in your lungs, you have a message that other people need to hear. And so I can't guarantee the impact. I can't guarantee thousands will read it, but you have a message that's worth writing and don't let the fear defeat you in the process. I know those fears very well. And at times I've let them defeat me, but you just got to keep writing, keep getting your message out there. The world needs to hear it. And if this is something that you guys are curious about and you want to dig further into, we've got two uh, ebooks about writing. They're guides um, that you can find on our website, stayforth.com/resources. You can look at those ebooks. Also, reach out to us. Alan offers coaching for writers. Um, if you have an idea and you just want to figure out how do you take that idea and clarify it, outline it. Um, develop a process for you to uh, accomplish that goal that you have in your mind. Um, reach out to us, or if you just have an idea and you want to reach out to Stay Forth team and bounce that idea off of us, we have a place where you can contact us on the website. So like always, we're extremely thankful that you're listening along with these conversations. We hope that this was helpful. If you have an aspiring writer in your life, share this with them. We encourage you to share this with them and hopefully it uh, impacts them in, in a really positive way. And uh, if you have been listening along with us, but you are not subscribed yet, we would encourage you to do so because it will alert you every time we drop a new episode. So please continue to rate and review the podcast. Uh, it helps us out immensely to continue to bring you more and more content. We'll see you in the next episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. We won't actually see you. You'll hear us. We're like a ninja. Wait, no, the opposite. Shot, shot. So long.